Hi, my name is Andrew Caprodi. Welcome to No Script at All. It's a podcast about Terrace House, a Japanese reality television program that is good, and you should watch it. Watch it. And tell your friends to watch it. Yes. Watch, make everyone watch it. Make everyone you know watch it. Yes. Even people you don't know, just come up to them in the street and go, watch it! Yeah, I think if you just say, watch it, they'll know what you mean. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they will. Those two words carry a lot of weight, you know what I mean? They do. Yeah. yeah. They're p- packed with meaning. They say that a picture is a thousand words. The two words watch it are like 10,000 words. Oh, yeah. It's incredible. Anyway, uh, today we're talking about opening new doors. Episode number 39 is part five, episode seven, called Like a Long Spell of Autumn Rain. Ah. There's a very nice title. Isn't it uh, summer there, though? I, yeah. Or is it, I guess it must be autumn if they're calling this autumn It might autumn be autumn. Trendle said that it's going to end in Christmas. I guess it's like a cold summer. Yeah. Or like maybe that like great period between the end of summer and the beginning of fall. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I love that time where you can like wear like a little cute denim jacket. Yes. And get a little sweaty, but like not that sweaty. Yeah. You're sweaty like for the first couple hours of the day. And then as soon as the sun starts going down again, it's like, wow, I'm really comfortable. You're like, ooh, I'm peak. Yeah. Peak right now. There's a little breeze that comes in. It's like, wow, I'm glad I brought this jacket. Yeah. Yeah. But then... But then it gets hot, so you could just take off the jacket. It's yeah. incredible. Bust out the lightest cardigans you have. I miss heat. <laughs> <laughs> I miss summer. Yeah. For so those of you much. listening to this, uh, you know, detached from when we're releasing it, it is currently very cold. I woke up this morning. There was six inches of snow outside. One of those kinds of situations. It's just a prank. It was a really bad prank that they yeah. that God pulled on us, and yeah. like, I'm really not into it. Got pranked by the earth. Yeah, it's uh, it's gonna snow this weekend in Austin, apparently, so. That's a nightmare. Yeah, it is. <laughs> I, I say this all the time, but it really feels like we live in the opening montage of a disaster movie, like the opening, like, news <laughs> montage, yeah. you know, where it, like, cuts between a whole bunch of reporters being like, it snowed 14 inches in Los Angeles, you know, like, one of those situations. Because like, it did! Yeah, tsunamis strike the coast of, pick a landlocked state. <laughs> where that would be terrifying tried the coast of fucking tennessee yeah <laughs> exactly of, of, of yeah. colorado yeah and it just cuts between all the reporters saying horrific shit locusts swarm hollywood like those kinds of things oh, and God. then suddenly you cut to jake gyllenhaal and he's like cowering in the corner of a library covered in yeah. ice but he's gonna save he's gonna save everyone he's gonna save everyone by throwing dynamite into the core the of the vault. earth yes and just blowing it up, finally. Blowing it up. Free me <laughs> from this prison, Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the episode. Uh, thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs> this is just body horror at this point. Yeah. Before we start the episode, one quick thing that I want to mention that we usually mention at the end, but I thought I would do it now. I have been publishing all of the notes that I take for this show uh, on a publicly available Google Doc that has commenting yeah. enabled. That link is in the description. Uh, I will also put it in the Facebook group and on the Twitter account so you can like check that out. Um, Please. But feel free to comment on my stupid notes because uh, they're... Nothing will bring me much more joy than have like a living document. Yes. Of this TV show. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, cool. All that said, 
like a long spell of autumn rain let's do it uh yeah so you actually just mentioned it before but we start this episode with uh the panel and trindle is like i have an announcement to make and i was convinced that she was gonna be like i'm leaving tara's house oh my god <laughs> i thought she yes. was gonna be like i'm leaving the panel this is it for me yeah um, i've been like it's like a pavlovian response yeah anytime anyone on this show says i have an announcement to make panel or not uh, I'm terrified. But anyway, yeah. she was saying that opening new doors is ending, which we knew already mm-hmm. um, because I think it's like almost over or is over already. It is Japan. over. It ended It ended on Christmas. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. It ended forever. I remember yeah. that's because we know that the next season is happening already. It's yeah. happening. So anyway, she's just announcing the end of the thing. They're, they're kind of like bittersweet about it. I think I am too. Yeah. I'm going to miss opening new doors. I really like the, the vibe. I like the aesthetic of it. It had a very good vibe. Yeah, it really did. But I felt really bad until I heard that the next season is going to be like in the Olympics. Yeah, right. And then I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. But I'm still going to miss it. Yeah. I, re- I also very specifically like the group of people in the house right now. I think they make for like a really interesting crew. And Yama actually mentions this also in this panel segment. He says, uh, quote, the show has become a gathering of the cool kids, which is what it feels like. <laughs> It is, and he feels like he's gonna get bullied at any moment. Yeah, I think we, I think we compared this uh, group of people to like an "Are You the One" in oh, Terrace yeah. House kind of situation, which is still oh, kind yeah. of what it feels like, especially between this episode and the next one. But anyway, uh, after that, we cut to the show, and we're at the table, uh, and we see Io, and he's just talking about how they're like, "Hey, what are you gonna do now that you have all this free time?" And he's like, "Honestly, I've never had this much time ever in my whole life because I've just devoted myself he- to soccer." His entire life has been ball. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now that ball is in his life anymore, what is left? Yeah, what is life if not ball? Exactly. So he's like, I'm just going to take it easy. He's like, honestly, the easiest thing for me to do would be to just like start teaching soccer or like coaching. Oh yeah, 100%. That's what I thought he was going to do. Yeah, immediately. Yeah, that, that was my first thought too in the last that episode. What, that's what happens to like in Boys Next Door, Boys and Girls Next Door, there was that one wrestler not wrestler boxer but couldn't box anymore so he just became like a trainer yeah so i was like that sounds that sounds like the normal progression yeah especially considering io isn't like like nothing happened to io that is preventing him from playing soccer again beyond like him making the responsible decision yeah exactly he just made the responsible decision to like bail out uh because he wasn't making enough money to support himself so like that means that he is extremely still able to coach and teach if he wants to yeah it's just it sucks that he has to be so realistic about it yeah yeah yeah, yeah that sucks harsh reality so after that we hear from kaido and he says uh that he has a skate event coming up on the 16th uh it seems like everybody's going to show up there which will be like a nice kind of like whole house shows up and supports someone moment which i, I love always that. love yeah so good so everybody except for sota and uh yui are here in in the room right now so maya leaves to go watch a movie and kaido goes with her uh which just leaves rosako and ayo together at the table mm-hmm. um and ayo asks if she would want to go to the gym with him because they talked about exercising Working a little out, bit in the yeah. past yeah rosako says when are you free and i was like i am literally free every single day i am doing <laughs> nothing <laughs> i can go at the drop of a hat any moment that you want and uh she says i'm gonna check my schedule and then does not respond does not like give him like a like a hard time or date to go yeah which uh just just to be clear 
uh andrea and i are recording this episode and the next one today like during this like we're doing like a long session so we've seen the next episode already i just want to mention like this is seems to be like a trend with risako is like she doesn't yeah, i don't know what the fuck's up she doesn't fully commit to dates i mean i feel that yeah she's busy she, she, she's a busy person she, she is a busy person she needs to go to tokyo like so much yeah so, but um, maybe also maybe like maybe she just said like hey i don't know yet yeah and they just didn't put it in yeah um i do wonder if it was like the burden of choice like if if you could do it at any moment whenever it's kind of like going onto netflix and having too much to watch so you watch nothing 100 oh, yeah it's like going to going to cereal aisle having so much cereal yeah and just buying oatmeal <laughs> is that a thing you do yeah it is i love oatmeal <laughs> yeah hey oatmeal's good cinnamon or no cinnamon uh i buy the plain and then i put cinnamon on it wow make your own, own make DIY. your own cinnamon oatmeal yeah D- DIY. Honey, put a mashed banana in there. Ooh. Yeah. D-O-Y. Fiber. Do oatmeal yourself. Yeah. That sounds dirty, but yeah. Do oatmeal yourself. Do oatmeal yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So then we cut to the TV room and it's Maya and Kaito. And a scene. Yeah. This scene is really interesting. So going into the scene, did you think that there was like a Maya Kaito situation that no. was even possible? No. The thing that tipped me off to it which I had forgotten about until this scene started happening was, do you remember like a couple episodes ago when Trindle mentioned, or it was, it was either Trindle or Baba mentioned that Maya talked about how um, she noticed that Yui was looking at Kaito all the time. Yeah. And then it's like, well, was, was Maya looking at Kaito? Yeah. Was Maya also? Boom. Was that X-Files? Yeah. (laughs) So, like, as soon as the scene started happening and the two of them were watching a movie together, because I, I just, like, as soon as this happened, I was like, oh, yeah, that's nice. They're just going to go watch a movie together. And I then thought, as yeah, soon as we cut bros. to the, yeah, exactly. As soon as we cut to the TV room, I was like, ooh, oh, ooh, there's oh. something. There's something happening. Vibes. Vibes. There's vibes. Um, so this conversation is interesting. Maya starts by asking, hey, do you want to find love while you're here? Like, is that something that you're interested in? Um, and Kaido says... That's not why I came here, but now that I've been here, I think I do. It'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and and uh, she's like, okay, so what about Yui? And he's like, yeah, I think she's cute. And, and Maya's like, well, you think everybody's cute. And he's like, that's not true. And she says, what about Risako? And he's like, yeah, she's cute too. And then there's like a pause. And he's like, I think you're cute too. And she's like, shut <laughs> up. <laughs> <laughs> right. But it was, like, it was like a really playful, like, shut up yeah yeah exactly yeah. yeah it was really funny because he was just like i don't think everyone's cute but everyone is cute but everyone in the house is cute yeah yeah <laughs> and then he says or he asks her like hey are you interested in finding love and her response is quote i wouldn't mind finding yeah. love which is hilarious That'd be nice yeah um and she's like i love this she's like as a person who watches tara's house i've always been like really curious if the people who end up dating on the show are actually dating or if for it's real? all like just for show yeah conspiracy theory yeah and it's great i love these are my favorite moments everybody i think who listens yeah. to this podcast knows that I, i'm obsessed with this kind of stuff hundred oh, percent. Um, and uh she's like honestly having been in the house for a long time i've kind of started to realize how much time we spend together oh yeah there's no avoiding the other people in the house so you're all spending time one-on-one or in groups or whatever constantly and she's like i really think that could lead to like an actual relationship because it's kind of it's like a pressure cooker for (laughs) relationships in a weird way it's like a horny pressure cooker it's a it's a horny instant pot yeah yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) really funny 
So she's like, hey, you know, kind of changing the subject a little bit, but not really. She, she asks him if he's ever been rejected before, uh, which is an interesting like line of questioning. Yeah. Uh, and, and he says that he has. And she's like, OK, why have you been rejected in the past? And he's like, usually I get too friendly with somebody. And like, that's kind of like where that ends up. Uh, yeah, I can yeah. totally see that happening. With him. I like I like this response because he's not like I get friend zoned. No. You know? Because that's like a very different thing to say. Yeah, that's re- gross. Yeah, it's like a it's a stupid bad uh, thought process. But yeah, in this that case, was the one like, point where I was like, "Wow, Kaito respects women." Yeah, exactly. And uh, there's this like long pause after he says that, uh, and then apparently, like whatever movie they're watching, some people start to make out, uh, and I was just like, "Is this?" <clears throat> Like, are these two about to hook up right now? Like, is this yeah, going to happen in the TV? I was like, there was so much energy in this scene. I was like convinced that we were about to see some stuff. Oh, me too. I was like, oh God, this is the, this is the playroom. This is, this is the playroom. This room. is the playroom. <laughs> yeah. And. Smooch central, if you may. They start talking about different kinds of kissing at this point and like things that they prefer and things that they don't prefer. Um, and I was like, okay, we're like clearly leading up to this moment that's going to happen. Um, and then Maya says, uh, she likes kissing, but she doesn't like sex though. Mm. And then there's this pause and Kaido, you could tell like has this like immediate, like, you know, like deep breath, like, like screeches to a halt. And then she's like, yeah, I know that was sudden. I've just like never liked it. And Kaido goes, I like it sometimes. (laughs) And that's that scene. That's how that that's scene it. ends. That, what the fuck? That's it. It's interesting. It's really weird. It's very bizarre and I'm really into it, but I'm also very confused. Yeah. I like them. I like them together. I do too. Like, I never thought about it until now, but then like now it was like, oh, these two people are really positive and funny. Yeah. It's, I, I was worried initially that it was going to be... A love triangle between Maya, Kaito, and Ayo. Oh, yeah. Because Ayo and Maya have this, like, really, like, tight kind of sparking energy when the two of them are together. It was, like, immediate as soon as they met that one time. But it seems like that has just transitioned into, like, a friendship between the two of them. They're just, like... Which is also, like, perfect. Yeah, it's awesome. Like, I, I, I appreciate that side of things more. And then when you see Kaito and Maya hanging out, it's more like, this is potentially a relationship yeah i mean i guess it's weird because like maybe like the editing and like the way that it's been like yui and kaito seem to have like had a thing like like a really good thing going on yeah and so i thought like oh those two are gonna be together and then like maya and aya were like oh those two are gonna be together too but then like that's not how fucking life works yeah yeah you can tell that that kaito didn't even really think about maya in that way until i think like recently and yeah as he is conflicted, I find myself also being conflicted about, like, what is best. You know, not that I have any say yeah, in that also, matter, but, like... he also was like, I'm into Risako, too, which is, like, totally fine. Like, you're young, you're able, just fucking... Everyone's cute, just, like, smooch and be responsible. Yeah. It's a thing we talk about on the show all the time, but, yeah. like, you are on this show where you are being put in a house with people that the producers think you might fall in love with, you know? Yeah. And, like, and it's very possible that it might be all three of them. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes, even if you're the type, they won't, they will choose someone else from that's not even on the fucking show. Yeah. But you know, things happen. Just don't be shitty about it. Just don't be shitty about it. And if you're going to be shitty about it, at least make it funny. (laughs) At least make it entertaining. I I miss Aya so much. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So after the intro, we, we cut back uh to the table and yui is working at the table soda walks in uh to the door and uh we find out that yui ended up not getting that like recruiting job that she was going after yeah i on one hand like that's a bummer that sucks like she got to the last part of the interview 
process and like it didn't work out for her. on the other hand like you could tell that she really wasn't she interested didn't really in want it, it. Yeah. yeah and i i wonder i wonder like how much of that fed into how the interview process ended up you know what i mean oh that totally happens yeah um i didn't get the job at like a fucking at a fucking french bakery because yeah. i already had a job lined up but i just went to the interview anyway because i didn't want to be rude yeah yeah you know it happens it happens um so then sota kind of launches into this i i almost consider it like a hey arnold like motivational speech kind of thing um but he's like yeah when i started working it was really just like because i had to like i mm-hmm. just took like any job i possibly could and through networking and like hopping around it has like led me to a career path that i actually enjoy um and he's like yeah it was it was like natural which is yeah. that's how it is in my industry a lot and i think probably yours too uh yeah 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 definitely yeah, you just end up doing something you love and you get lucky. That's 100% what it is. Right. You, you recognize opportunities when they come up and you yeah. try and take them. You know, and they don't always yeah. work out, but sometimes they do. And that's, sometimes that's how it they works. Do. Um, yeah. So he's like, I think in your case, you know, the first stepping stone is to find something that you think is even remotely interesting, even just a little bit, because it could naturally start you closer to where you'd want to end up so like start in her case like she was looking at recruiting but like that's not a thing that she really wanted to do and like if you look at all of the permutations of of recruiting like all the other places you could end up after that it's like none of them really end up in the wedding industry or yeah. like caring for Which people in the way he, that like, she wants originally to. wanted to do yeah right um so he's like alternatively there's like really no need to rush anyway like you're a young person and you can like get a part-time job for now if you want to and like use that time to think about what you really want to do like there's no set way of doing all of this he was just like here's my experience but at the end of the day like your experience is your own and i think just like do what's best for you uh if you want to take time there's no reason to not do that at the end of the day it's just like because everybody around you just happens to be graduating and getting a job doesn't mean that that's what's right for you oh yeah 100 percent yeah um and it, it it sucks because like when to put some perspective into like the japanese like job searching industry yeah like basically it's this i think it's the same in korea because my friend has been my friend's been talking about it too like when you graduate college you basically have like this entire semester to just like go to a bunch a bunch a bunch a bunch a bunch of interviews to yeah. get the job that will eventually become your career forever yeah because like that whole thing of like in most industries, not the animation industry, but like in most industries, like you get a job in Japan and like that's your job until you retire. Yeah. So no pressure, you know? <laughs> right. Not yeah. at all. It'll that's, be fine. <laughs> like real talk, that's how I felt applying to colleges. Oh, well, yeah. In high school. Like when yeah. I started applying places, the question was always like, what do you want to major in? It's like, I'm 18 years old. I have no <laughs> idea what I want to do. I have no clue. Oh, yeah. Yeah. No, it's 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 crazy. I mean, thankfully it all worked out for both of us. Yeah, we we met in a college, mm-hmm. and I I, st- I stayed the entire four years, and I kind of I'm I'm kind of glad I did, I guess. But I could have just gotten the same education online <laughs> with less money. Uh huh. But you know what? Yeah, as long as you don't Fuck regret it. it. That like v- I don't regret true. it. Like everybody's gonna have a different path, and not everything. That works for one person is going to work for someone else. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. I think I think that's the point that Soto is trying to make here. And I think that's yeah. like if I not that I'm in any position to give any advice ever. But <laughs> if I was to give advice completely unsolicited, I would just say, like, really think about what's best for you and do that thing. Yeah, because and this is the main thing about like pushing colleges. I have I have an issue with like, especially if you're going to do art that's a lot of money that you kind of don't understand when you're 18 years old that you're going to end up owing when you're like 20 
2023. Yeah, you you won't even understand how much money that is until you have to pay it off. Exactly. Which is going to happen after you graduate. Every single... Or after you drop out in my case. Exactly. (laughs) I learned real quick how much that cost. Ooh, we have a meeting. So you didn't do this because you 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 didn't graduate, but like the the semester last semester, we have a meeting with the financial advisor. Yeah, and she just basically says, "This is how much you owe." Oh Jesus! Bye. Wow. <laughs> That's just it. You have to go to this meeting, and then yeah. just like she just tells you the money, and she you just leave. And out the window, they're digging your grave behind yeah. behind the financial advisor. And then you go like three years later, and they call you to ask if you can do a donation. Right. Yeah. Art school is great. Yeah, it's a mess love uh, it um but yeah go to, that, go to th- an in-state school if you can anyway let's keep going <laughs> i th- i think that although sota gets a little bit dunked on later in the episode for this mm-hmm. whole spiel i think that like his heart really is it's in the right good, place yeah it's a good it's good advice honestly <laughs> i think it is good advice yeah he also mentions just like offhandedly uh he's like yeah i didn't go to college but like i eventually ended up in a position where i got invited to work for the company where i'm at now and he was like so sure that he wasn't going to get the job and like didn't know how to fill out the application that he just wrote in there that his best feature was his face (laughs) which is great i love that that's such a but honestly if if like an application came across my desk and somebody was like my best feature is my face they wrote that on there i would be like i need to meet this person i need to know yeah i have to know you've planted a nugget of curiosity in me yeah yeah it's like it's just like offbeat enough it's like i got i gotta talk to this person and see why they would write something like that because either they're hilarious or they're incredibly vain yeah exactly and so i I just gotta know i gotta know one or the other yeah honestly sota might be both i think every single episode he becomes funnier to me same I, I honestly really like him. I just continue to double down on liking Sota. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I think he was very, he's, he's very misunderstood. I think it's like. I think so too. I mean, we'll it. talk about that a lot in the next episode. Mm-hmm. But, um, anyway, onwards. Oh, and also a little bit in this episode because there's more stuff that happens. But anyway, after that, uh, we cut to another scene at the table. This time it's Sota and Ayo. Uh, and Sota asks Ayo, like, hey, have you asked anyone out? And Ayo says, I have, but I'm apparently too available, which is exactly what we were talking about before. <laughs> yeah um and Nisako enters and it turns out that she and Sota are going out to eat they're gonna go get some lunch um because of the because of the moment when she asked him out in the previous episode um so this is that date and uh she's like hey is there anything that you can't eat and he's like yeah I'm gonna be fine like I'm really good at finding things on the menu that I will enjoy and she's like okay is there anything that you don't like and he says green onions and everybody laughs I don't know uh yeah but anyway after that we cut Uh to the date they are at a place and the first thing she asks about him being a Junon boy, which I think we talked about in the last episode. It's a, yeah, it's like a, it's a be- beauty pageant, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful, it literally means beautiful boy pageant. Yeah. So we find out that after that, I, I love all this information. This is wild. So after that, it turns out that he was an actor for a couple of years and he showed up in some like TV dramas and some commercials and he was like modeling that's, and like he was in the wild. entertainment industry. Yeah, yeah. He was in the industry and then he got married. Yeah. He got married and had a kid and he was like, I can't do this anymore. I have to bail out of this. Yeah. Um, and uh, then after that, he went to go work for a factory in his hometown. And then he kind of talks about like all the other jobs that he had. He was like, OK, I was in the factory. And then yeah, this he was, and this and he and was this. in the struggle. Yeah. Um, and he says, quote, seems like I'm just rushing through life, huh? I mean, Risako asks, uh, because this is her like one opening to ask something. She asks, like, what kind of person would you want to date next? And he says, I just want someone who can like accept my situation for what it is. You know, I'm, I'm a person who was previously married. I'm a young guy who was previously married and has a kid and like they're not in my life anymore. But like that's a huge part of my life either way. 
And that's he want he wants somebody who like accepts that. Honestly, really mature. I think so too. I I definitely understand the the future dunks on this date as like so to talk oh, about 100%. himself the whole time. Yeah. He like very very clearly there was like no real spark between them. It was just kind of like Sota getting like a little bit too serious about his life, like real mm-hmm. quick. Um, <laughs> he just like fell down that hole of like holy shit. Yeah, it is weird. Like it it's weird. It's it's weird. Yeah. yeah. Um, we actually immediately cut to the panel and they just kind of like rag on on Sota for being boring. And uh, Tokui says every time anyone asks him a question, it turns into like a small TED talk. <laughs> I we all know that guy though. Yeah. Yeah um and uh the boy prince mentions how like weird it is that he didn't ask risako like any questions um and i think it's worth noting like maybe he did in the in the full unedited real life thing that happened but from what we saw at least he didn't ask yeah it just seemed it just seemed like it was very one-sided from what we saw yeah and Um, risako talks about it afterwards so maybe it actually was that way yeah yeah i i don't know if it's as much of like a he's boring and didn't ask any questions and was too self-centered or like was it just like that there's not really a spark between them and like i think this date was like enough proof that it's probably not gonna work out you know yeah but at least you tried yeah try everything at least once yeah so after this we cut to the surf skaters event uh which we didn't know was a surfing and skating event but it turns out that it is uh it's on the beach and it looks like they built like a little half pipe and like some oh my god this is the best moment of my entire fucking life yeah rules so there's like a whole bunch of skating <laughs> stuff uh so th- there everybody is there to watch kaito skate he immediately takes his shirt off uh yeah and everyone's like Woo! <laughs> yeah and then he goes for it and he, and he i don't know he looks like he's yeah, having he fun. shreds yeah he's smiling the whole time uh he ends his set by just like landing on his ass because he tries like something a little bit weird um and it's I'm great it's fun to watch it's, really it's cool fun. yeah we have x games here in austin and they're always super fun to go watch oh shit i forgot that's where that is mm-hmm. i feel well, like the x games it, are so oh does it i don't know we had it here a few years ago which is the only time i went the x games are super fun i don't know anything but yeah they're very fun i, f- I feel like they're extremely like 1999 to 2004 oh 100 volcom is like very present at that point yeah i I would definitely still go though i would love to. if you want to come they're they're honestly super fun to watch yeah that sounds like a good time yeah um oh yeah so after that uh he meets everybody on the beach and you know they're like oh we could tell that you're having such a good time whatever and he's like yeah so now it's time for the surfing event uh and makun from boys and girls next door and guy from aloha state are both going to be in the surfing exhibition um and And then we cut to a shot of Guy surfing in the distance. Shredding. Yeah, just doing it. Uh, and he's great. You know, it's my small boy just fucking destroying expect. it. Yeah. Yeah. For those of you who uh, maybe are listening to slash watching this season before going back and checking out uh, Aloha State, Guy is just like the reason to watch Aloha State. Guy is the best person that's ever been in this house. Wow. That's, I think. That's a tall order. Um, it's a tall order, but I really, really like Guy. Yeah, he's the best. So anyway, he, he's surfing and stuff. And then we cut to him showing up with Kaito. Uh, and he goes around, shakes everybody's hands and introduces his, uh, himself. And he has a mullet now. Oh, what the fuck? Yeah, very confusing haircut. Not sure if I'm yeah. super into it. <laughs> they were looking. <laughs> they were saying like, hey, who is that? And then like, he's like, that's Guy. And then Maya's like, why is his hair like that? Yeah, which is <laughs> it's great. It's really funny. And uh, he sits down and they're all kind of hanging out. And uh, he says, I can already picture how Kaito is fitting into the house, which Aww. like, I get it. I mean, they're so similar that I'm sure he's just like, it's just like having me again, you know? Yeah, basically. Um, but it's cute. I just like seeing that like his, he's basically his younger brother. Yeah. Um, so, like they grew up together and all this kind of stuff. 
Uh, and you can tell that they're like they're buds because they're like literally doing the like pushing each other over situation. Yeah, it's really like cute. old friends do. Uh, and Maya asked Guy if he enjoyed being on the show. I love this. Maya oh again is like the 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 um, audience surrogate in this situation. Hell yeah um because what a great question and uh guy says it helped me shift my direction in life afterwards everything started to go well but it all depends on you like it all depends on like what you decide on to take you, away though. from tara's yeah. house like are you going to let it change you or are you going to like dig your heels into the Guy's ground so good yeah and then after that like there's like a pause and everyone's like oh and then he goes like yeah but who the fuck am i right what the fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and everyone starts laughing and that's where it ends yeah i love guy yeah it's great Bring him back for the Olympic season. Even if he's not in the Olympics, bring him back. Yeah, agreed. Oh. I I love this scene because it's in this moment that you see how similar he and Kaito are. But yeah. I think you also see like their differences. Mm-hmm. Guy, to me, has always been kind of like a little bit disconnected from reality, except for like the things that matter to him most. Yeah, you know, he's he- like a... He's an idealist who is still very grounded. Yeah, he's he's laser focused on a few specific things and and everything else is kind of like in the clouds for him. And I think that Kaito is a little bit of the inverse, maybe mm-hmm. where like he's still laser focused on on skating and like getting better and like, you know, just making that his career. But I think instead of him being like in the clouds with everything else, he's definitely a little bit more grounded, even though he seems aloof, like he cares a lot about everything that's happening around him. Yeah man yeah i like them a lot yeah they would have been fun to like know them growing up yeah i'm sure yeah um so after that we cut to the backyard and io is in the backyard dribbling with a soccer ball um not dribbling what is the thing it's like Uh, playing keep it up soccer ball knee thing soccer ball knee thing a juggling soccer ball knee thing where all your dreams come true. How to trap the soccer ball. Uh, I think it's just juggling. Yeah. He's juggling the soccer ball. Yeah. Anyway, while he's doing that, Risako comes out to go meet him. Um, just want to give Ayo a quick shout out. This is the first time we get to see his Star Tours shirt. He's wearing a Star Tours uh, from Disney World. I don't know if they have that at Tokyo Disney. Maybe that's where he got it. But I don't I don't know either. I've yeah. only I never noticed that Tokyo Disney. Yeah. Tokyo Disney is incredible. Everyone should go. Yeah. I've Tokyo Disney Sea is really cool because yeah. it's like more adult themed. Yeah. It's great. Fucking It's great. rad. I, I really want to go. Field trip. Field trip. Anyway, so he has a Star Tour shirt and I was uh, really into that. But anyway, they, they pass the ball back and forth. They're basically just like kicking it back and forth to one another and having a conversation. He asks, hey, what do you think of Kaito at the at the skate event? And she's like, or just like in general, I guess. And, and she's like, yeah, he has a lot of like mature aspects to him, but he's still like cute in a way. And he asked about Soda. So clearly he's like trying to like probe her for information to like see if he, I don't know, has a shot or if she's like too interested in one person or another where he should like back off. Yeah, he just wants to know. Yeah. And she's like, yeah, the lunch did not go well between the two of us. Um, All right. And she says, quote, I feel like I had to be hyper considerate. She later describes it as walking on eggshells around him where like she needed to be very careful about what she asked or said. Which is interesting because that's not a vibe that I got from Sota, no. but still, like, if that's how she felt, then that's how she felt. I think I think it's because, like, she just also just didn't really understand his, like, sense of humor. Yeah, I think that's a huge thing with Sota. Yeah. Um, but uh, after this, you know, after finding out, like, okay, so, like, maybe she's not going after Kaito, maybe she's not going after Sota, 
here's my opening. And he's like, my former team is coming and playing a match in Nagano in October. And I think the two of us should go together. Um, and Fuck she yeah. says yes immediately, which is great. Fuck yes. Soccer yeah. date. Soccer date. And then we cut to uh, Tokyo. We see Rosako modeling a little bit. Um, kind of, you know, just a classic like person at work scene. Uh, we've seen a lot of people doing modeling shoots on this show in the past. Uh, so you kind of yeah. know what to expect. Uh, but yep. after that, we get back to the real shit. Uh, they're at a ramen place. It's Ayo and it's Maya, which I love because, you know, it's the two of them just kind of like it's them, yeah, hanging out, being friends. Um, and uh, he's like, hey, so you've been here for a month. Are there any signs of romance at this point? And she says no. And he's like, ah, it seems like there is. I don't think. <laughs> and uh, and and she says, you know, I'll tell you if I get drunk. Let's let's drink more. You yeah, and I need like, to drink I'm more. Yeah, she's like, I'm too sober for this. Yeah, she's like, I just <laughs> let's get drunk and then we'll talk. Which is funny. Yeah, it's great. Uh, and she says, what about you? Are are you into anyone? Um, and he's like, yeah, well, you know, Risako is my type. I like he kind of alludes to Maya also being his type. He says that Yui is cute. Quote and dot 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 different. Um, different which is interesting uh and and we cut to a little bit later they're clearly drunker at this point and uh maya's like i don't know what i want to do with my life which is great that we cut from like <laughs> yep. them sober just like having a kind of general chat they're just, just being like everything destroyed. is fucked <laughs> i don't know what the fuck i should do yeah <laughs> i go to school it's so far away yeah fuck <laughs> um and i was like why aren't you modeling like you should be modeling and she's that's like a good point everyone in this house is beautiful yeah that's the thing you're on the show clearly you could be a model that's like how this works basically um yeah and she's like well first of all she does the whole like you think i could be a model and he's like yeah obviously yeah obvi- what the fuck and she's like you know now that you mentioned it, i've been kind of thinking about talking to Disako about it because like she's around she's been doing it forever like i could probably get some like info about how to go about doing this and she kind of talks about like how she notices how much effort Risako puts into modeling. Like she gets up really early, is like covering her face and skin and a bunch of different things every single day and doing yoga and like working out constantly. She's yeah, like, Yeah, because your body's your money maker. Your body's your money. And uh, after this, uh, Io asks Maya what her type is. Um, and she's like, Look, I just want to be comfortable. We've heard her say this before. But yeah. um, I like that even like now that she's drunk, she's just like, I just want to be comfortable with somebody. I just um, want to like them and like they be nice to me. Yeah. And uh, and he's like, is there anybody like that in Terrace House? Like, is there anybody who makes you feel comfortable? And she's like, ooh, I wonder. And she says, well, I definitely feel comfortable around Kaito. And uh, she goes, Kaito definitely likes Yui, though. Mm. So this I think I think this is our first because the nugget. <laughs> yeah. When, when I was first watching this scene, I thought that this was her and i io like flirting a little bit but i think really what it comes down to is like this is the admission that she's into kaito yeah even though she's not like outright saying it like she clearly is is into him and like wants to try something at least yeah she's not sober so she's being honest yeah exactly so then we come back to the table in the house we have this like very short scene with io and risako uh and io's like hey i'm free now you're free now let's go to the gym let's do this yeah and that's that's i wish i had someone to fucking tell me that yeah wouldn't that be great yeah anyway it's it's raining because it's been raining this whole episode basically we mm-hmm. forgot to mention hence the like name an of the autumn episode. rain yeah and uh, he pulls the car up for her and then they drive off to the gym and after that we cut to the kitchen and it's yui and kaito hanging out and kaito's like hey uh what are you doing the next day a pretense to ask her out and um it turns out that she has work but after that She's like, hey, I know you want to go skateboarding, but Shohei's band is playing a show soon. 
And I know that you want to meet him. Apparently, Kaito's been interested in meeting Shohei, which is hilarious. I've met him. He's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you sure have. Yeah. Uh, and, and she's like, if you want, we can go to the show together. It's at uh, an event called the Apple Music Festival. Apple Music Festival, which is cute. <laughs> yeah, I was convinced. So Apple, like Apple Apple, had a thing called Apple Music Festival for many years. Really? Yeah, from like the moment iTunes came out until like a couple oh, of years oh, ago. Oh, that makes sense. They okay. had the Apple Music Festival. and then So they- you're like, oh shit. Yeah, well, they stopped doing it recently in the United States, at least. And I was, I was mm-hmm. like, are they still doing it in Japan or like? Have they always been doing it in Japan? I, I was convinced that he was playing at like Apple Music, like the app and service festival. That that would have been Buckwild. Yeah. Um, but apparently not. I think it's so I think I heard about this. It's like in Aomori Prefecture, which is famous for their apples. Oh, that's cute. That might be it. Yeah. Well, when we I see in the next episode, like it's it's definitely not like Apple Apple. No, it's not Apple. Steve um, people are not cosplaying Steve Jobs. Yeah. This is not the Apple. Could you imagine? Place. Everybody oh shows up in black turtlenecks and, <gasps> and Reeboks and dad jeans. He wore Reeboks? Yeah, I think so, right? Oh my God, I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah. know nothing about him. Anyway, so they're going to go see Shohei's band together. Unfortunately, not in this episode, which was a bummer. I was hoping that that's what we were going to see after the panel. Oh, me too. Um, we, we cut to the panel. Their, their whole spiel, basically, in, in, this, uh, in this moment is just like, yeah, it rained a lot. The rain caused some delays. We, we have like rain delays in all of the relationships that are happening. <laughs> which is like, cool. Yeah, which is great. <laughs> Um, yeah. And after that, we cut back to the like car on the way to the gym with Ayori Sako. Uh, she asks him his type and he just is straight up like, well, I am into uh, you <laughs> and your and your looks. Uh, he was like, so you made the best first impression of everyone around here. But then he says, but I tend to date girls more like Yui, mm. which I was not expecting at all. No, me neither. Completely out of left field, especially if you consider the, the ramen uh the ramen lunch or dinner with Ayo and Maya when he's like, yeah, Risako is my type and Yui is cute and different. It's like, okay, different. how is she different? If you, if you like date people like her. Yeah. I don't know. I, th- I think Weird. maybe different from everyone in the house, but like that ah. doesn't necessarily mean that he wasn't interested. He just like, wasn't really, I think super forthcoming really about the fact that he yeah, like he might just... be interested in Yui a little bit. Yeah. Just, just weird, but okay. Yeah. yeah so, uh, She's like, okay, well, I think of everybody in the house, you are the easiest person to hang out with right now. Um, and he's like, yeah, yeah, comfortable is definitely good. You should probably consider me. <laughs> it's great. I like, I like his political fucking... Yeah. <laughs> he's campaigning right now. Yeah, it's good. I was great. I'm a big so fan good. of him. Yeah, I like him a lot. He's the funniest person in this house right now. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I would I would put him in Sota tied for one. I O is definitely more like understandably funny to everybody yeah. in the house. Yeah, but same vibes. Yeah, Sota I think is hilarious, but kind of more of a niche humor from Sota. Yeah. Anyway, so they get to the gym, uh, and like he joked about this in the last episode, but like literally ends up being her personal trainer. Um, God, it's so funny. He's like doing all the stretches for her and stuff. Uh, the only time that he's really working out with her is when they're on the bikes together. Um, and uh he's he, you know while they're sitting next to each other on the bikes he turns to her and is like hey I, I think you and i should go to the outlets if you're if you're interested um and she is interested so they're gonna go there and he's like yeah you and i should go everywhere he's like i'll catch you sometime when you're free because again he's not doing anything ever so he's like i'll just <laughs> wait until you're so free sometime. Bored. yeah he's he's really bored <laughs> my dude's real bored yeah i very much understand this i yeah me too i hate having time off i know like 
I know I that's mean, like a thing, but like I having time off like really gets to me. I feel like I'm not thing. being productive or doing anything no, with no, my no. life. I feel it. I have a I have a week off in March because we always have a week off after productions done, and I've. I was contemplating like staying at home and just having like a staycation, but I was like, I can't. Yeah, I can't. There's nothing to do. Yeah, yeah. So I, I just travel. Totally. Um. <laughs> so, uh, they they bring up uh Io's type again. They're like talking about you know who's your type, uh, and he says, Oh, I just remembered something. By the way, I like girls who scrunch their faces up when they smile because <laughs> it makes me really happy. And your face reminded me of that. Um. And she's like, Oh it's my okay. god, my face. And then. They uh, they finish up biking and then they they leave and that's the end of the episode. Um, they have a nice sweat together. What was it's it? Nice. Sweating feels good or feels good sweating to sweat. Sweating feels good. It feels great to sweat. It feels great to sweat. Yeah. <laughs> move to move to Texas, fucker. It doesn't. Yeah. <laughs> but that's that's the app. It's a good that's one. A good app. This is another situation where everybody wins. I hate. Yeah. Right. Like nobody loses this episode. Everybody no, in the house is so like does anything. good. I mean, Sota talked a lot about himself but i honestly think that's okay yeah i'm with you i i think he's misunderstood a little bit yeah um i think in the case of him kind of like laying his life out to bear for yui like i i think that he was really coming from a good place and the advice at the end of the day was good advice yeah exactly even if she i think didn't appreciate it as much because she also kind of dunks on it a little bit um i i think like it was it was worth him saying that personally. Yeah, exactly. Um, it's it's he's just putting all his fucking shit out there. Yeah, and you can do with it what you may. Right. It was maybe he maybe might should have been like a bit more open to conversation and learning the other person, but you know. Yeah, I agree. It, it's not worth him losing. Yeah, I just can't imagine going out on a date with someone and not trying to reciprocate and find out as much as you can about the other person. For like oh, a yeah, first 100%. date, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's but maybe wild. he didn't think this was a first date. He was just like, I'm hungry. <laughs> Let's fucking go. Or maybe it was a situation. I mean, honestly, the way that Risako asked him out was literally her saying, I don't know anything about you. Let's go out to eat sometime. Maybe it was- that's a good fucking point. So he said everything about him. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> maybe that was it. Maybe that was it. I don't know. He- an enigma. A very a weird guy. Yeah. Love him um how are you feeling but about risako at this point i feel like in lieu of us doing winners and losers we should just like talk about every person because like everybody wins Yeah, because everyone's gonna win everyone's yeah. gonna win scott put this in your put this in the thing everyone wins again everybody wins but <laughs> everybody wins thank you scott thank you scott you're the best um risako i i think i still like don't really know a lot about her yeah but you know. i don't know anything about her let's go out to lunch sometime yeah let's go to lunch sometime tell me every single thing that's happened in your life yeah year by year year by year mm-hmm start with zero conception yeah. no start with conception <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i also i like her vibe i just don't know her personality do you know yeah, what i mean exactly yeah no she exudes like like a kind of confidence yeah like a confidence and a regality and like she kind of like has her shit together clearly um but at the same time like i, I don't know what presence she's bringing into the house beyond that kind of aura that she has yeah she she her vibe reminds me of Sena. Mm, yeah i think because of just like the confidence but i don't really know anything past that yeah it's like, it's like kind of a less entertaining Sena situation yeah which like sounds shitty but it's true yeah not to say that i dislike her because again i think she's great yeah but she i get what you're saying i very much understand yeah 
And so it's, it's just weird. Yeah. Just want to reiterate. I don't dislike Rusako. I know we ran into that problem a lot with Taka where like we dunked on Taka all the time, but I love Taka. Oh, Taka's the best. Taka's great. Did you see the video of him breaking chopsticks with his ass? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I did not. Oh my God. I posted this on the Facebook group. Uh, we have a Facebook group <laughs> like a few days ago. Yeah. I was watching, somebody posted it on the subreddit and they were like, hey, skip to the end of this video. Trust me. And I was like, oh, I hope this isn't spoilers. And it's just Taka wearing some undies. And then he's like, I'm going to see how many chopsticks I can like flex my butt and break. Incredible. And I posted it and I was like, not safe for work, but look at this shit. Oh my God. That's great. I'll, please, I'll watch that as soon as we're done. Please go look at it. It's so good. Yui, I, fi- I find is, is in an interesting spot right now because like, I think she can see kaito slipping away from her mm-hmm. you know? yeah i can too um it, it seems like she's like kind of holding on with a tighter hand than usual to like try and prevent the sand from slipping through and and kaito is clearly like kind of leaning the other way like he talks about in the next episode how he's like unsure between the two of them but i i think he's becoming more sure like that i think that that tv room situation like really sealed the deal yeah for him so nice um in terms of him deciding who he's gonna go with yeah um let's let's we'll we'll see five stars yeah not sure yet we'll see yeah uh maya on on the flip side i think is in an interesting spot where like she's just not ready to willingly admit super publicly that she's like actually very into kaito and like wants that to happen and probably has been into him since the very beginning yeah because she has like she definitely has i think i think io was like a spark of like ooh, what if what if this guy instead but i mean she's right back to kaito and like sees the opening and is going for it yeah so we'll have to i know it's interesting it's interesting to see what's going to happen because right now like there doesn't seem to be like an actual like couple couple going yeah on hard well i the way that we thought there was yeah i I wrote this in the description for the last episode but it was like the incoming love hexagon and oh yeah i think the panel is super right about this episode like everything is delayed a week because of all the rain (laughs) but like we really are watching the makings of a love hexagon happening which is wild like the fact that everyone in the house is tied up in something is kind of amazing i cannot wait um anyway should we uh should we move on let's move on what does that mean oh recommendations (laughs) oh yeah oh my god my recommendation is really fucking weird oh okay what is it um okay so every once in a while like i think everyone does this like you get you get on youtube and like you just like you're watching a video and then there's just like recommended videos that go on the side Mm -hmm. and like they end up just like showing up yeah my recommendation for one is just like go with it because sometimes you'll find the crazy crazy shit like what i found (laughs) i found a vlog channel Uh of a mexican prisoner in prison whoa and he's just like talking about his day-to-day like how to how to make lollipops and like how to like grill meat in prison whoa and he's just uploading them from a phone it's very fucking weird. He's he's his name is Jem K Un Preso en el Mundo Real, which is like a real life prisoner Jem K. It's not it's not a great recommendation because I don't know if we should enable him. Yeah. But this I just want you guys to know my my recommendation is to tell you guys that this exists. <laughs> Your recommendation is to is to know that this is out there. This is out there. The truth is and out there. Dun, 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 dun. You, don't, you can watch it or not. I won't tell him. Mm-hmm. But it's just my recommendation is just like just go just go with what youtube recommends you follow the algorithm follow the algorithm it's garbage but sometimes it works sometimes it works mm-hmm. that's that, that was my shitty recommendation no that was that was definitely an interesting <laughs> one 
Um, my recommendation is also weird. Mm -hmm. I am not a person who is into astrology. I've never been uh personally i know what my sign is like my whatever mm -hmm. like the main what is it the main sign i'm a gemini gemini oh my yeah. mom is too oh yeah people are that um yeah, see yeah i that's the thing i've always been like yeah whatever like fucking astrology exactly i'm a sagittarius i don't know what the fuck that means yeah but recently i downloaded an application for my iphone and it's called costar have you heard of it no it's a really pretty astrology app that is like really intense oh. it's like really intense when you sign up you have to put in like exactly where you were born the time oh that you were born God. and the date and stuff and if you don't know the time and location a little pop-up shows up that's like hi if you don't know this text your mom and find out um and like so you funny. can press a button and then it like pre-fills like an sms text to your mom that's like hey mom <laughs> what time was i born i'm trying to like figure some stuff out for my horoscope i downloaded this app and i've been using it for like a week it's like the only app I have push notifications on that isn't a social network. And it just sends me like these really hyper accurate horoscopes and like all this weird stuff constantly. <gasps> um, and it's really pretty. It's really well designed. Uh, and I'm just a really big fan of it. So like, for example, one thing that it's telling me right now is that through the end of May, I have boredom enhancing power. What does that mean? Uh, you have the desire to expand your day to day. You'll have a bit of luck relating to the deepest part of your psyche. This happy coincidence will see its beginnings in the way you find joy as they relate to your day-to-day. -day. This luck might relate to someone you've been dating, the rituals of self-care, or your art practice. This will not what be a stressful situation. I don't know, what? but I enjoy reading them. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm not, like, I'm not... My, my recommendation is not to get into astrology. My recommendation is to check this app out because it's so oh, wild. Going, I just downloaded it. Yeah. What the fuck? It's great. I love that. I love our curse recommendations. Yeah. Add, <laughs> this <episode. laughs> yeah, this is a curse recommendation episode. Add me. My name on this app is at Brennan Bigley. I feel like I might know too much about you if I add you. Yeah, you probably will. Oh, my God. Hell yeah. I'm going to text my mom. <laughs> I, have, I have my birth certificate. It probably says so on there, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. But also, it, it shows you your chart breakdown. I'm going to just show you what this looks like. But just trust me, dear listener, this is extremely intense. So this is a what full... What the fuck? This is a full astrology chart. So there's oh like my God. your sign, whatever it is. Rising Cancer. Yeah. Virgo, Jupiter down. I don't know what the fuck that means. Yeah. Uh, so it shows you like your sign, your sun sign, which is, I guess, like the main one. It's That's the main one. Yeah. Yeah. And then it shows you your rising Jupiter, Pluto, Uranus, Neptune, Saturn, Moon, Mars, Mercury, and Venus signs, which are all other things that exist. I mean, this is all bullshit, but I'm into it. Yeah, that's the thing. I'm enjoying reading <laughs> all of it. And it has like this kind of like occult, almost American Horror Story season three. <gasps> that's a snake! Coven situation <laughs> where like there's all these like weird images I'm strewn into about. That. Yeah, it's really great. Um, and also if you download it on iOS, uh, like check these ones out. It gives you those images as stickers that you can use in iMessage, which is great. Oh, I can't wait to fucking, I can't wait to prank my friends. Yeah. CoStar. It's a cool app. It literally says text my mom. Yeah, I wasn't kidding. That's so funny. Text my mom. Hey, do you know the exact time? My mom doesn't speak English. <laughs> <laughs> I'll fill this out later. That's so funny. Yeah, it's great. Thank you, Brendan. Yeah. Can't wait to learn too much about me. <laughs> I will say, look, again, not into it, but I do mm -hmm. tend to check my horoscope for the day at the end of the day to see like what you know it if it's right or not if it's right yeah exactly i like to like when you want to check the scores for a game that you didn't watch yeah let me tell you something yesterday 
Uh My push notification horoscope was literally, and I thought this was dumb at the time. It just said, buy something new to wear. I was like, okay, that's like a weird, that's like a hyper specific thing. That's not like your day is going to be good or bad. It's just like, buy something new. Buy something new. Okay, that's weird. And then yesterday at night, I ripped my pants Mm -hmm. and I need new (gasps) pants. Dun, oh dun, my dun, god dun. brendan went and ripped his pants yes i did <laughs> my horoscope was right i need to buy something new to wear isn't that weird oh my god yeah there you go co-star it's real it's real <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you very much it's real anyway thanks to ryan mitchell gray for the use of our theme song <laughs> young it's off the album a plus ultra um if you like this show please tell a friend about it um and if you yeah. really like this show please feel free to rate it on itunes um, and if you really, really like this show, you can donate to us at anchor.fm slash NSAA. Thank you so much to yes. everybody who's done that. Uh, we've been yes. talking about like bonus episodes and things like that. Um, and I think we kind of are closer to deciding what to do on that case or in that case. Um, so stay tuned for information regarding that. If you want more updates on the show, head over to our Twitter account. It's at no script at all. Uh, we also have an Instagram account. Uh, that is at no script at all. Very aesthetic kind of thing going on there. Ooh, yeah, um, no, it's very good. And also, very green. yeah, it is very green at the moment. We'll see what the color is for next season. Ooh. We also have a Facebook group. Just go to Facebook and search for no script at all and you will find it. The answer to the security question is just Terrace House. So it's very mm-hmm. easy. Uh, our Facebook group is wonderful and very active and cool. It's very nice. I like everyone. And we also have an email address. Is that no script at all? Or sorry, it's no script at all at gmail.com uh, mm-hmm. is how email addresses work. And you can send mm-hmm. us stuff there and we will respond to you. Mm-hmm. And that's everything. That's it. Yeah. My name is Brendan Bigley. You can find me on the internet at Brendan Bigley. My name is Andrew Caproti. You can find me on the internet at Irie Smile. Aloha. Aloha. And goodbye. Aloha. Bye. Hello, goodbye. Hello, goodbye. The band. From 2005. All right. Garbage dot online.